Hello and welcome to Comp. Hello. Hello, Lucy. Hi. How are you? I'm I'm doing pretty good. Are you excited? We're back on YouTube. We're back on uh, Apple iTunes and Spotify and everywhere. This is we have a you know, we were we were away for a while uh, for our wedding. Now, uh, people who listen to our Patreon. My, you know, say, what do you mean? You've been back for a while. We've been doing our Patreons, you know, because we, we never miss Patreons. You can sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash Ray Comp. You get an extra episode every week for five bucks a month. And in this case, it's been for a bit, an episode a week, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, so we, you know, we, we, we got married. Um, We're married. We have, you know, I, I can't recount all the stories now. Yeah. Uh, we don't have our rings yet. Well, we have rings, but then, you know, we, 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 I got scared. Lucy's cousin scared me into never wearing an actual wedding ring because uh, apparently it only takes like, what, 10 pounds of force or something if you fall uh, on the ring to chop your finger off, which uh, that's what I was told. So he wears like a jelly silicone ring, uh, something like a flexible ring, which I think suits me just fine. I don't want to lose a finger. (laughs) <laughs> um, so I'll be doing that. So, you know. I wonder how often that happens. You would think it would happen a lot. People getting their fingers cut off. Uh, it probably happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, m- men using their fingers inappropriately with m- ladies of the evening, slipping in, slipping in, slips off. They fall. I mean, it just takes 10, 20 pounds of pressure. I got plenty of pressure. I can't afford to lose a finger. Maybe that's why they use the gold rings. Because then, if you you know, if you do, uh, you chop your finger off accidentally, then you're 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 exposed as an adulterer. Okay, but why would that make you an adulterer? <laughs> well, you just said like if you. Oh, I came up with a scenario. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. And then look, if, if the guy just fell and chopped his finger off, that's too bad. But uh, <laughs> looks like God wanted you to, to out to dox you. That was God's way of doxing you as a, as a philanderer. Mm. But yeah, we have all sorts of stories about our uh, photographer and, f- and famous people and all sorts of you know, shenanigans that happen at the wedding. You can find us on our Patreon. I don't usually build the Patreon early. I usually wait till the end of the podcast. And no one even knows it's there. <laughs> so they stop listening you know, at, the, at the very end. They go, let me go see what Charles Barkley has to say about the NBA. And they forget about our Patreon. So anyway. Um, but long story, we're happily married now, so we can move on from that. We can, <laughs> <laughs> we can move on. It's time to get a divorce. <laughs> My lawyer has uh, been very aggressive against you, <laughs> just preemptively. Yeah. I just well, want- you went to all the lawyers so that I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, I, I figured I would go, you know, I went the day after we got back from our little mini honeymoon. Mm. And uh, just in case, just in case you tried to outsmart me. <laughs> I, I'm a, don't forget I'm a chess player. <laughs> I play chess, and uh, I'm a strat- I'm a tactician. Mm. I'm a man of the people. I'm the salt of the earth. So there's that. Uh, I don't really want to talk about the wedding anymore. <laughs> what do you want to know? What do they want to know? What, what there should be one little nugget that came out? One little nugget from the wedding? Is there something? A little nugget? Well, I don't know. Uh, our our our, op- our our we dan our first dance was to Smashing Pumpkins tonight tonight. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a that, little fact. That's our song now. It's, yeah, it's our song now. That came up in the playlist the other day. I was listening to music and I was like, I, I I honestly I can't even listen to the song. 
What do you mean? Because I want. I feel like I want to listen to it. You know. You start crying. <laughs> I just get so depressed. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. What do I do? Why? Oh God! I'm a. I'm dead man. No, because I'm like, this is our wedding. This is our special song. Like, I can't just be listening to it casually. I on mean, the street. It, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't you know. Don't why sully, I you don't want to You'll want to be like watching a man wipe, you know, on, on, in the streets of New York, taking a shit on Madison Avenue mm-hmm. while, 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 while our wedding song plays in your ears. <laughs> well, get used to it. Exactly. I, I'm going to, I've sent actually um, to Border Patrol, all the cops. I, I, I've sent them petitions to start using that song. I think it would be nice. Mm. So, like, you know. Anytime, like, like the, the police, like, you know, uh, operation, they play that song and they start shooting people. Oh. You know, whatever. <laughs> uh, whatever they do. I, I, when I, they start playing Tonight Tonight, you know, you got to run. Yeah. Or put your gas mask on. Yeah, it's like a, like a yeah. signal. Yeah. It's like, whatever. Um, moving on. It's a, even bigger than our wedding. Bigger than our wedding? It's almost a month after. A bigger event in our wedding. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. I'm talking about Barbieheimer. <laughs> is that what is that is that how the portmanteau works? Barbieheimer? Barbieheimer. Barbieheimer. Not Barbie Hyman. No. Barbieheimer. <laughs> I don't think she has one. No. Uh because she's plastic. Does she have I, I was gonna say she doesn't have nipples either, but does she? Maybe Margot she Robbie has nipples. Yeah, she does. And because she's a she's a I was gonna say she's because she's a woman, but that <laughs> Whatever. I mean, <laughs> now, are we off YouTube now? <laughs> Sorry, YouTube. Uh, but yeah, Barbie Heimer is the new event of 2013. Is that the year we were living in? 2023. 20, oh, I, I, I honestly, I was, I meant that. You, you were actually 10 years off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, Anyway, what are you feeding me? Like, like fucking, what's that stuff they feed people? Arsenic? Are you poisoning me? Are you feeding me broken glass in my food? <sighs> Just little bits at a time, yeah. Yeah, we get Oz. Uh, so Barbieheimer, it's a, so what, what is this? Explain Barbieheimer to me. Barbieheimer is an internet meme. That's I guess I guess what it is. I thought that they wa- they wanted a, a movie mashup of the two movies, but I guess they're just they were just promoting it as a double feature. Like go to see Barbie and then go to see Oppenheimer right well, after. Not the studios, right? Is it the studio doing it? Um, I thought it was like an internet thing. No, no, it's the it's the public. Right. As, well, as far as we know, the public be. loves to do this. By the way, they, <laughs> didn't they have a thing with suits with the Minions movie where like young men would wear would wear suits, like twenty year old men would show up to Minions in a, in a, in a, in a, in a suit. Mm. And then yellow women, probably. I'm assuming. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I have no problem with men, but I just don't know who wears a suit for men. Like, what? Who is this for? Is, frat, is, it, is this what? Is this what frat hazing has become? Because too too many young men were you know given alcohol poisoning mm. in, in the basement of a of an old frat house. And so now they will just show up to the minions in a suit. Whatever. None of this matters. <laughs> the frats are depressed. They're all just. They're all just. I don't know. Go go see Barbieheimer, and then we can drink together. We've just seen too many kids choke on their own vomit at this point. <laughs> They're really riding us about the whole uh, kids dying thing. So uh, I don't know, Ninja Turtles, something. We don't care. No, it's um, but yeah, it's a, it's a new thing they're doing. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I said it was like an organic thing, but honestly, I guess it could just be the studios pumping this, out memes. Is this the Barbieheimer Oracle thing? Um, Why is, what is Barbieheimer a vital trend that is taking the internet by storm? Take a look at this. What do we got? With Greta Gerwig's Barbie and Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer all set to release on July, 20, on July 21st, the cinematic world just witnessed a new trend, Barbieheimer. It's not a trend. It's a thing. It's not. Yeah, I, I just don't see how it's 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 not real. This refers to nothing. Right? Yeah, first of all, look, it's not real. It's something that like is probably being paid for by studios, and we're part of the problem. Me and you, <laughs> pumping this out to the public. Yeah. Um, and also, it's not a trend. See, a trend is something you do. Like, we're gonna keep doing this. Are we gonna keep Barbie hammering? Do people even know what I'm talking about? Barbie is the movie about Barbie. That's clear enough. Yeah. Oppenheimer is the Christopher Nolan film, uh, which is about J.R. Oppenheimer or R.J. Robert J. Robert Oppenheimer, right? Robert, what's his name? Yeah. Right. Yes. The guy who invented the atomic bomb, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Right. The head scientist of the Manhattan Project. Am I am I correct here? Yes. Yes. The man who famously loves the Baghdad Vida. Is that how you say it? The Badag Vegeta? Yeah. I, I, the, the, he likes uh, quoting I've become death, destroyer of worlds. It's Shiva who says that, right? I believe so. I mean, it was done much better in, in Michael Clayton. You're thinking of Michael Clayton. I am Sh- I've, I am Shiva, the god of death. Right? Oh. Yeah, that's, that's a different movie. This is Oppenheimer. <laughs> Michael Clayton's also based on a true story, but that guy just invented, like, a new toilet. After like Michael Clayton ended up, don't, don't get me bogged down in that. <laughs> the point is, this guy uh, invented the atom bomb, and then he did a little little quote, and everyone, oh, he's so deep. Let's go, let's go make a movie about him. <laughs> oh, he regrets bombing Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Right. He didn't shut it down though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was... He did nothing to stop it. And... That's the funniest <laughs> thing about that anecdote is because like you have to just imagine him going like, "I have become death, destroyer of worlds." <laughs> <laughs> What's for dinner? <laughs> you burnt the meatloaf? <laughs> you want to see me become destroyer of worlds? <laughs> what are you going to do? What's her name? Kitty Oppenheimer's wife, played by Emily Blunt. Yes. Emily Blunt plays Kitty, Op- Kitty Oppenheimer, who is uh, burning the meatloaf <laughs> and, and, and enduring the wrath of Robert J. Oppenheimer. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine, <laughs> imagine the man who made the atom bomb. Like every time you like, you know, you may, he likes deviled eggs and you make deviled eggs, but they're a little, you know, sometimes you make a deviled egg and it's not quite great. You know, the, the yolk doesn't really stand up like, like, you know, fluffy. Mm. It's kind of sickly looking. You hand this man deviled eggs, his favorite <laughs> food, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, what is this? You know, I've split the atom. You cut. <laughs> And he's, you know, he's throwing things at her. Yeah. That's the movie, I hope. <laughs> not because I like that. It's just because let's let's show up men for all the warts they have, even if they don't exist. Mm. What do you, <laughs> you think? You think Oppenheimer flew into a, a rage if his devil eggs weren't perfect? I mean, what kind of man drops a bomb on a country Yeah, that, that big? I mean, it's one thing to drop a bomb, but the bomb that big? Mm. What do you think they were going to use it for? Toothpaste? Making toothpaste? No, it's a bomb. He's destroying me. Yeah, you, I've become destroyer of worlds. No, just countries. <laughs> just nation states. 
<laughs> Not that far off. Anyway. Yeah, you think you think you think he lets it slide? Wait, he's, what, he's, when the devil eggs aren't great? He just eats these mushy deviled eggs and says nothing to Kitty Oppenheimer. Well, I think if you, you know, dragged your family to what was it called? Los Alamos? Yes. Whatever it was. And like a uh, you drag them there is they've got and you know, you're working on something super secret all the time. Maybe you let the devil egg thing go. They're probably homesick. You probably look, you probably you you all right. <laughs> you're saying what should happen. I'm saying what would happen. <laughs> I'm saying that man. I spend I spend twenty hours a day in a in a, in a centrifuge. Do you even know what that is? He's like, no. <laughs> you don't. You won't tell me anything. He's <laughs> us munching the deviled eggs in her mouth. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't know. I have become chief <laughs> of the god of death. <laughs> Eat the eggs. He's shoving deviled eggs in her mouth like, like six at a time. Yeah. It's like oh a, god, that would be awful. Right? Yeah. That's worse than like waterboarding. <laughs> I'd rather be waterboarding. If Oppenheimer did that, he's, that's one of the worst. Yeah, if he did that, that's actually worse than dropping the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he like was on the plane to drop the bomb? I don't think so. I remember, I think did a, 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 a report in high school about this. I'm pretty sure he wasn't. But I just picture, I picture him just hanging out with the, with the Air Force, with the binoculars, like, look what I did. <laughs> was he on the what was it? Was it the the Enola Gay? The Enola Gay. Right. The Enola Gay. Um, yeah, I, don't, I, mean, honestly, I don't think he was on the Enola Gay, but I guess he could. have. I think that was ba- the, the, the the Enola Gay was the plane, and that was the I believe it was named after was it Colonel Tibbets flying the plane? Maybe I believe it was, and I think it was named after his mom. So yeah, but because gay means happy in like pre in that era, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you oh, still I, always, have... I just assumed that Enola Gay was some combination of words. It didn't mean either thing. No, I think it was based on his mom. Oh. She, I think her last name was Gay. Mm. Which that's, did... pretty, that's pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, so, do you, I mean, do you think Oppenheimer tried to get on the plane? Um, <laughs> I think he tried to. I, I don't know if he wanted to be on the plane. I bet. I, I mean, I... that's cowardly then. I would love to see this movie for real. Do you think, first of all, do you think Christopher Nolan's happy about Barbieheimer? Well, he said that he's, well, there's a quote from him. Here. Oh, there is. Okay. Um, Let's go to this. Many members of the teams involved with Barbie and Oppenheimer have weighed in on the discourse about Barbieheimer. Nolan said he finds the obsession, quote, terrific. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, ter- yeah, terrific. It's, it's fantastic. My, it's for, my last movie was released during a pandemic. About going like about bullets going back in time, and no one, no one thought it was clever. And now I got now now I'm making a movie about the worst person in history <laughs> next to Hitler. Might be worse than Hitler. I mean, Hitler killed more people, I guess. Yeah, but not as not as uh, spectacular. Well, what about Stalin? No, you- I might take that back. I mean, I would never use the word spectacular uh, for Hitler's crime, but you know, you know what I'm saying. It's like you know, but like there was a big boom. Yeah. In, in the atomic bomb. Right. I mean, but there's other things that happened, too. Hitler, you know. Yeah, there was. Let's not dwell on what Hitler did. There were some booms in the Blitz. <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah, I mean, collectively a lot of bombs. Um, what about Stalin? Do you think that The Flash was a real bomb, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> was, was, that, was, was the was, was did Oppenheimer create a bigger bomb than 2023's The Flash? <laughs> With Ezra, Ezra Miller, is that, is that, is that supposed to be bad? Oh, it's supposed to, it's, it's supposed to be atrocious. There's a there's a, all sorts of, of strange cameos in it. 
Nicholas Cage with a cameo with Superman from the failed movie that never got made. Um, also, he shoves a uh, the Flash shoves a baby into into a microwave to save it. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about the Flash. We're talking about Barbieheimer. So what is, what is uh, Nolan's just sitting there going like, "This is great. This is terrific. I don't care." I'm just sad Heath Ledger's dead. Uh, though it's common for film studios to release films from different genres on the same weekend, the, uh, the stark differences between the serious, intense film about a man who oversaw the development of an atomic bomb and a lighthearted, candy-colored world of a childhood doll quickly became an internet phenomenon. But how? <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't described the phenomenon. It's just people the- are just, look, people are just so sick of, like, going on Twitter and having to fight about gender mm. or... Um, Cuckolds that's become very big on Twitter that, that I've witnessed. There's also celebrity cuckolding going on. Um, what else? What else is popular? Um, you don't on Twitter. Um, just just mean spiritedness. Right. Just women saying why women shouldn't be able to vote. Right. <laughs> um, it's just, it's now they're paying people apparently. Like these people who like tweet all the time and have a lot of followers. They're getting these like they don't post these. Like I got ten grand, I got twenty grand, for you know, for being a content creator on Twitter. Mm. So now everyone's just incentivized to be even worse, right? They're just just purely grift. I'm just sitting there going like, you know, what if I was a donkey? Would you kill me? Whatever my tweets are, <laughs> nonsense, silly nonsense. <laughs> um, but Bar- so I'm, I'm not surprised that people are just kind of um chomping at the bit to have a new, they want to get the internet back. Mm. You know, the internet used to be this fun thing where like, you know, um, you could, you could like, you know, the Arab Spring, right? <laughs> Whatever. Like, uh, fun the lighthearted stuff. fun of the Arab Spring. Yeah. Or like Rick Rolls. <laughs> Rick Rolls were fun, right? Back in the day. Remember what Rick, you don't remember Rick Rolls? Uh, oh yeah. Rick Rolls were great. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's what the internet used to be. A bunch of Rick Rolls. And like you know, the bang bus, you know, <laughs> whatever. Uh, and now it's all sorts of you know. So people are just they want to get that back. They want to get that feeling back. It's kind of like, uh, like MAGA, but for culture. Mm. Does that make sense? Sure. It's nostalgia. Oppenheim, Barbieheimer is the new MAGA. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, was there any more to this? Um. I, I mean, I don't think I don't think it's are, ever. Are they both Warner Brothers? Oh, maybe. Is that, is this, are we just playing into it now? What's this, what's this say? Uh, Cillian, movie, Cillian Murphy. Who I think pl- it's Killian Murphy. Oh, Killian Murphy. I don't know these Irish names. <laughs> Killian Murphy, who plays Julius Robert Oppenheimer, is in favor of a double movie idea. Quote, I can't wait to see Barbie. I love Margot Robbie. I love Ryan Gosling. We really are just reading PR. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Please release my children from from the dungeon you have them in. (laughs) I I think it would be more interesting to to have a team up of like like Barbie with uh, Sound of Freedom. That would be great. Which is that Jim 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 Casaville movie? The Sound of Barbie. The Sound of Bar. Yeah. Why isn't that a mashup? That's a better match. Yeah. That Barbie is. trying to, to to stem the tide of of child trafficking. Barbie comes to the real world with Ken, and and, and they go down to where where do they go? The, the Columbia, <laughs> the streets of Columbia, to like uh to stop this uh 
to meet with Q. Oh man, they're all being held in a in a Barbie dream house. Oh my <laughs> god, yes. And then then um, I you know more about Barbies. What 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 what, what, kind of, what, what is unique about Barbie articulation? <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, you know the 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 stiffness of the limbs. Yeah, the, uh, there's got to be something lighthearted there that like offsets the horror. The crazy disproportionate body. Yeah, and just uh. Barbie gets trapped in a, into a Andrew Tate situation. Yeah. <laughs> she found, technically she agreed, but you know, she felt a certain way about it. Um, yeah, I think Bar was the, the Barbie. Is, what did you say before? The Barbie of Freedom. The sound Barbie of, Barbie. of Freedom also works. Sound of Barbie. Sound of Barbie. That should be the new mashup. Sound of Barbie. Mm. And it's just like you know, it's just Jim Casaville just yelling at Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> I can't take it. We, we, look, we're gonna see. We were gonna see that movie on Sunday. You modern women let this happen. <laughs> with, with your promiscuity. No, I don't know. Um, it does seem like an interesting movie. I'm not, I'm not taking shots at the movie per se. It does seem whatever. We, we were gonna go see it on Sunday, and then at the last minute, I said let's go see Mission Impossible instead because mm. it seemed more fun. And it probably was. I mean, it, uh, no, I but you don't go to I, you don't go to the sound of Barbie for fun. Yeah, you go to the sound of Barbie <laughs> to, to you know learn about. I, I look. I I'm not even gonna get because who knows? You can't actually know anything anymore. People go, this, you know, this is a movie that's exp that's exposing this whole thing. Look, whatever, whether the movie or not is accurate, or the guy it portrays is accurate, there, there is a problem with that. Mm. The kids. Do you disagree? With, it, with it, the kids being uh, kidnapped? And well, in general, just being abused in general. Of course, yeah. Right. So I think that's a big problem. So let's, even if it is a made-up story, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if they are, if it, if it is somehow funded by the real traffickers, that would be crazy. I don't know. I, <laughs> but, people, like, people will say that, but I don't know if that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like something that, like, if there was a kind of cabal of these guys, wouldn't they just say, wouldn't they that's would say true. that? That's true, Yeah. I can't, like, I'm going to err on the side. And, like, this might be, like, you know, how fascism starts. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm going to err on the side of not being a pedophile. I mean, it's just, it seems safer morally. Yeah. And, and just ethically. Most likely, if anything, it's, like, it, the cynical take is that it's, it's like, a it's sort of exaggerated. Yeah, maybe but Jim Casabiel doesn't help. How much this guy did on his own, but it's like, but but maybe he did save some kids. I just don't think he's like, you know, I don't think the real guy cried as like momentously as this guy. He's like, he seems to cry a lot in this movie mm. with single tears. Wish I had a clip, but if I get sued. <laughs> so anyway, Sound of Barbie, coming soon to a theater near you. I can't wait. What's your favorite Barbie? Um... I mean, I, God, I don't, I don't really think I had like a lot of Barbies. I mean, there was one that was like a Cinderella that I think I liked. Oh, really? Like a Cinderella. Is that Barbie. how you see yourself with Cinderella? <laughs> Cinderella. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, I'm Cinderella. So you better be over six foot. Because <laughs> I ain't playing. Cinderella Barbie. Now that I look back on it, it does seem like kind of like a redundant. A hat and a hat. Yeah. <laughs> Why not have like a. I mean, they had like Pocahontas Barbies, right? Yeah, they. I think they had a bunch of Disney Barbies. Yeah, probably that probably wouldn't fly these days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so you don't have so Cinderella. That's, that's your final answer, Cinderella Barbie. 
Yeah, I mean, I can't really think of any. I didn't have like a huge array of Barbies or anything. My, I, I had a twelve-inch RoboCop. Ooh, which was great. And he would he would hit the button on the chest, and he would say, "Don't do drugs." <laughs> and like he had a, like a holster gun thing. That's that's cool. It was pretty great. I love RoboCop. Um, Sometimes I, I would have let. Uh, make or let whatever you wanted to internalize a, the Barbie have sex with G.I. Joe. Make or let? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean let? How do you let Barbie do that? Yeah, depending on uh, what you're projecting onto it, I guess. Oh. In my mind, it was letting. But you were, ma- you were making them. Yeah, right. I think you're trying to say is that, like, <laughs> that, Barbie, you were, that Barbie was into it. Right, yeah. In your mind. But you were still making it happen. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have that kind of unilateral power over them. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you you create consent. Yeah. <laughs> through your own by decree. <laughs> the consent by decree, according to Lucy. Yeah. Uh, well, that's cute. Yeah. So weird. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, did, I, did I ever have, did my, my action figures ever have sex? Probably. Probably. I had a rogue from X-Men action figure, and she was kind of well-proportioned, I guess. Very curvy. Yeah. So I'm sure she and Gambit. I think they did little smooches. Mm. Gambit, the Frenchman, who throws playing cards at people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what you're saying? No, yet? no, I do. All right. Well, yeah. they, they were they dated in the cartoon. I, I know about GI Joe. This is that. This is X Men. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't, don't be a pick me. <laughs> you're being a pick me. Stop it. Okay. To be honest, the only reason I lied about it was because I... Well, explain who Gambit is. No, no more. Look, I was trying to escape it, but... but. He's a French... Well, Cajun, to be accurate, uh, (laughs) mutant who has a power of kinetic energy, and he carries... He has a staff, but also carries around playing cards, which he charges with his kinetic energy powers and throws at people. (laughs) You know how people can throw cards into a hat? Mm -hmm. Well, imagine being able to do that. But also, they were like lasers. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, kind of, I mean, we were, I guess this is really degrading. I feel like I may have talked about this before, but I also made little Hot Wheels cars kiss each other. You have, you, you, all you do is talk about that. <laughs> you, you, want, you should. I mean, you're trying to create a whole new thing. Like furries are out. Hot Wheel dating is, is in. Hot Wheel sex. Uh, there's that. So. Uh, which we we're seeing Oppenheimer on Thursday, right? Yeah. So that should be fun. And when Barbie, I guess we'll see next week. Yeah, or we cannot. I don't. I don't really. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is is Greta Gerwig's made this film? Yeah, people I like are Greta accusing Gerwig. Greta Gerwig of like losing her credibility. Uh, as an indie, st- did you see Little Women? It was horrendous. <laughs> First of all, Lady Bird was like a cute movie, but was that even like an indie film? Yeah, but it was not. It was. Not really. Technically speaking, yeah. it was indie. Well, it was a like, small film. I don't know if it was an indie film. But at the, at the same time, it's like the husband's Noah Baumbach. Yeah, like, your husband's like, Noah Baumbach. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. You're not. You're not. You're not putting it on like a, a like a, a gas station credit card. Right. Stop <laughs> yeah. it, Greta Gerwig. <laughs> I've seen you eat wine and cheese. Just stop it. <laughs> Remember we read that thing. Yes. And she was. We went to see Lady Bird with a with a WGA screening that you got me into. And it was just white. Yeah, and you just caused chaos. Well, we just well, they were giving yeah, free like, wine and cheese away, and like this is when we were broke. Yeah, like you know, like now I'm not saying we're not broke. Then we're not like I'm just saying now. I I think we do a little better. Where like if someone offered a bunch of wine and cheese, I wouldn't be like, well, let's get our fill. 
get two meals out of this. <laughs> or just get really drunk and embarrass ourselves. Uh, or me, mostly. Um, I think I might have, like, I didn't knock into her. I mean, I, I, might, I might have bumped into her instead of a star. And I was a bump. I was kind of drunk. And bumped. I was trying to get the cheese for you. I was like, you know, because you wanted more cheese. And, like, I didn't, and, like, I didn't care. But, like, when someone, if my girl wants cheese, I'm going to get her cheese. So I don't care if you're a Greta Gerwig, like you're in my way. I'm gonna say, hey, excuse me, and you're not gonna listen. I'm gonna be like, well, excuse me, and I don't know, maybe accidentally bump into whatever. Yeah, Did yeah. Did someone fall? I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, but I like that lady, but it wasn't that bad. It was a cute film, but yeah, this Little, Little Women was terrible. Little a Women was terrible good. movie. And then this is the kind of movie where it's like. Okay, look, if you want to call it her losing your credibility, that's fine. But also, like, this is probably a job that you don't really turn down, most directors. Like, it, you know. What, Louisa May Alcott movies? No, no, Barbie. Well, I, no, I think, look, you think Kubrick would have done it? Well, I'm not, we're not talking about Kubrick. All right, well, <laughs> uh, do, you, do you see Christopher Nolan doing, like, a Ninja Turtle movie? Not, I'm talking, I said most directors. Well, I mean, I, look, no, but she, all right, we're, we're talking about the directors no one's ever heard of. Right, who direct like the random films, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. like, who directed Ant Man and the Wasp? You don't even know, right? Right. It's not Kubrick or Nolan or like you know licorice pizza guy. Yeah. P. T. Anderson. Um. Right. Right. So Greta Gerwig, like I think, fancies herself part of that you know intelligentsia of directors. I mean, I don't know. She's done two movies. Like, well, it, this it, is her third. Yeah. Three now. But and look, and like what if it them, is like, and I'm not trying to be too down on it or too positive about it, but it's like, what, what if, if it was really good and, and it was really well received, mm -hmm. you know, that, that can like uh, create a lot of opportunity, you know? No, famously Scorsese uh, did um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. If he did it, I would say good job. It probably that's that's been, a great movie. I, I was thinking, <laughs> the, I, I should have said the Popeye movie that Robert Altman did. Rob no, it, it is great that, that, you know, it's amazing that Robert Altman's career took off so so much after Popeye. <laughs> it didn't. Um, but, yeah, no, good for Greta Gerwig. I mean, she did, she's not selling out because she already, she doesn't, there's nothing to sell out. Yeah. You're not that good. And also, she was never, look, she was never a director who made these, like, really alienating films. Like, it's like, right, she's not, she's not Lady a, Bird wasn't, like, alienating. It was, like, a cute indie film. She's like, not Abel Ferrara. She's not making Bad Lieutenant. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, it's my Kytel impression. Strange movie. I brought that movie up in a weird way once. I don't even want to get into it. A, a, a dinner party. And, right. pe and people get, were perturbed by me, right? <laughs> oh, bad lieutenant, yeah, yeah. You, you, I, well, you know, not, not a dinner party. Let's be clear, not a dinner party. A a girls get together. Was it a girls oh, get together? A hundred percent girls. Well, and me. And and you. I wasn't just. I mean, I was there as part of it. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, you kind of dropped by. You weren't there. For, I don't know why, but you weren't there for the whole thing. I think so I like, left in shame. Yeah. Because you, I, I I brought up the scene. And I don't want to get too graphic with it, but the scene where he pulls over the two girls and things go awry, and I was like, I brought it up for a reason. I think to like demonstrate that that you that shouldn't happen. Just to be clear, for anyone who might not be picking up on your subtlety, like yeah. the the show me how you suck a guy's cock scene, <laughs> that right. scene, yes, <laughs> the scene that's like you know near near assault, kind of like sure. But I wasn't <laughs> saying that like this should happen to women. I just happened to bring it up at a dinner party. <laughs> no, it's like the crazy thing. 
thing about it was that like you you brought up the movie. Yeah. Nobody except for me. Nobody there had seen the movie. Right. And like, and it was like, and, and it was a bunch of you know. It was falling on deaf ears. It was a bunch of girls. It was falling on deaf ears, and you were like, "Well, there's this one scene that's really great." I, I don't. I don't think like, I said it that way. And they were like, "Oh, okay." But nobody was begging to watch it, and you were just like, "I'm gonna show it to you." Well, the TV was in the living room, to be fair. And I just, I think I just put it on YouTube, and uh, I, I immediately regretted it. I'm like, this might not have been, been the move. I was just trying to be, I was just trying to be a good host. They were like, they were like, why is this happening? Why, why are we being shown this, this, this graphic abuse? Well, look, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not an ostrich, all right? So I don't put my head in the sand, <laughs> like some people, okay? All right? Leave it at that. Uh, um, wow. Anyway. It was amazing. It was a fun night. Oh, yeah. Did we play, like, shoots and ladders after that or something? <laughs> we played a game. or I forget yeah. what, yeah. Uh, what else is going on? So, all right, moving on from Barbie Heimer and all that stuff. Uh, there is a situation with the, uh, what do you call it, the IRS, I guess? There, there are whistleblowers. Are these self-proclaimed whistleblowers? Like, what are they whistleblowing? They're whistleblowing. I think they they're saying that an investigation into Hunter Biden and his, you know, liaisons. Who are these guys? Were, Mr. Shapley? That it was squashed. Okay, so these these are two IRS agents? Yeah. These guys look a little <laughs> These guys I've got to be honest with you. I'm looking at these guys for the first time. They look a little odd for IRS. It's not what I picture when I think of IRS agents. They look like they look like two thugs. <laughs> they look like two like like KGB agents. <laughs> I don't know. What, I mean, and I'm not trying to. I get it. it's not a reference to the, you know, accusations against Trump for six years or whatever. I'm just saying they look like Boris and Boris. Mm. The guy on the right doesn't he look like he like the guy on the left definitely looks like a KGB guy. <laughs> he looks like. <laughs> oh man. What? The guy on the right looks like a porno actor. He does. He probably is. Uh, <laughs> are, are, anyone verify they work for the IRS? Um, I guess they you know that's a good point. They probably should. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently they're having hearings because uh, his headline says second IRS whistleblower goes public at House oversight hearing about Hunter Biden probe. So apparently Hunter Biden, who is a, a real scamp, I guess. Mm. Old naughty boy. He's a wild child. Wild child. Um, he apparently, I guess the, the latest development with, I mean, is he, he's got to be the worst son in the history of politics, right? <laughs> he might be the worst son in the history of sons. <laughs> yeah. I mean, has any son done more to undermine his father uh, than Hunter Biden? Now, <laughs> I, I, I can always already see the retorts. I can see people like Cat Turd. Mm. Uh, being like, well, he's actually made his father rich because that's the accusation, mm-hmm. right? That he just gets all his money and gives, and gives daddy wants a taste. Mm. Wasn't that a quote? <laughs> that was a quote from him. I think that like daddy needs his taste or something. That, that's not. It's something something like that. <laughs> uh, not in reference to the IRS, but the point is. Uh, but yeah, he he's just. I mean, who is the second most embarrassing uh, son in history? Like. John John. <laughs> oh yeah, well we were talking about this in the Patreon the uh, on the Compton episode. We were um 
talking about RFK Jr. And I look, I did make the point that John John I felt was a little garish when he when he saluted the uh, his father's corpse. Mm. As he, uh, yeah, but you know, John F. Kennedy Jr. I thought I thought you know someone should have took him. Jackie really should have been like, no, you don't salute. Yeah. You're not a soldier. You don't salute. That's not. I mean, it's cute, but we're we're you know. Some institutions are too important to be cute about, <laughs> and uh, I feel strongly about that. So I think John, I think John, John Kennedy Jr., who you know, we were speculating whether he was friends with RFK Jr., the political candidate. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, number two worst son is John John. Uh, but yeah, so let's go back to this. So, so there's a probe now. Something fun happened in this event. So I, I guess the whole idea is that Hunter Biden. Uh, supposedly was supposed to be under investigation, not just for this laptop, but because of other, not paying taxes, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were saying they were told, you read this article, right? They yeah, were saying they were told that. that not to investigate them, which yeah. like, look, to be fair. And specifically that like the pre because of like the, because it was the president's son. I mean, that probably, the, I, I, you know, you don't want to play the game of like, get, you know, oh, like, Every president's kid, but, but like, come on! <laughs> of yeah. all the things that like presidents do, they're corrupt. Like, this would be the least offensive thing ever. It's like, yeah, we told him not to invest. I mean, what is he being accused of? Like, not not filing his hooker claims. <laughs> I think that's part of it. I think he's being accused of not like reporting that he paid a hooker. He, he actually overpaid because he could technically deduct the blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What's this article? Why is it text always so little? Read some of this the House Oversight Committee, committee. <laughs> the House Oversight Committee heard Wednesday from two IRS whistleblowers whose claims that the Justice Department politicized the Hunter Biden criminal probe have ignited a firestorm among Republicans. One of the two whistleblowers identified himself publicly for the first time at the hearing. Joseph Ziegler, a 13-year IRS special agent with a cr- with the Criminal Investigation Division. In his testimony, Ziegler said he witnessed federal prosecutors deviating from normal procedures and echoed fellow whistleblower Gary Shapley's claims claims that IRS investigators recommended charging Hunter Biden with far more serious crimes than what the president's son has agreed to plead guilty to. Oh, so he pled guilty. I forgot he pled guilty. So the IRS investigators were... All right, but like, I mean, who the hell goes after the president's son this hard? Right. Like, I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm not saying these guys are wrong to whistleblow. But it doesn't seem like that big a rebel. I mean, but I guess it's how you get people. It's how you get Al Capone and how you get Biden. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you should have reported the hooker. Right. Um, I mean, there's things, that, I mean, there's a lot of things that were bandied about about this laptop that seem way worse than not filing for a hooker. Not doing a 1099Z or whatever the fuck. Mm. Um, let's see. No. Does this also have the thing, the main point? <laughs> the, oh, I... Uh, That's the other article. Okay, we're going to skip because... So this is all a big, big hearing they're having. Uh, and then I guess they're asking a bunch of boring questions. And then... Um, now, is this one blurred? It is. Okay. Yeah. So Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is... Uh, she knows how to put on a show. I, I mean, you know, you can disagree with her politically, but like, you know, she seems to be, we, we, you and me can learn a thing or two from Marjorie Taylor Greene, I think. Do you disagree? Um, yeah, I mean, she even, she looks normal here. What do you mean looks normal? I feel like a lot of the time when I see her like 
in the news. Yeah. She looks like some kind of exotic bird. Oh, well, you know, that, that's a compliment, I think. Yeah. Is prostitution, it's a violation of the main act. Oh, is, should we go back to the beginning? Would you queue it up to a certain point? I queued it up to a certain point. Okay. Where Let me just move on just one more. One more. So basically, she, this is like, you know, hey, so you, you, Biden, did, well, he didn't file a 1099XQZ form, and then she comes back with. Uh, so when, her, when Hunter Biden <laughs> paid for this woman <laughs> to. Are these blurred? These yeah. aren't blurred. No, no they're blacked out. That's, why is everyone else blurring them? I don't think we can show these, can we? I'm pretty sure they're blacked out. Well, everyone else is blurring them. Whatever. Do this with him to travel across state lines from California to Washington, D.C. on June 15th. This is a violation of the Mann Act. This was prostitution. Let me continue. Did Hunter Biden also use his company, Owasco PC, to pay prostitutes? You hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> so she's just showing he's, you know, uh, you can show more. Chairman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll give you the additional time back. <laughs> They're definitely giving the time back. They want to see this. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what is she doing? I don't know, lady. This guy's looking like, I don't know, lady. Uh, she's like, why is she showing me blowjob pictures? I don't understand. Shapely, help me out of here. So regarding Man Act violations, what we can do is, given by the statute, uh, we can turn those over to the House Ways and Means Committee, and then we can they, they can decide to vote to turn them over to you regarding Man Act. Yep, thank you, Mr. Ziegler. Um, so talking about Hunter Biden using his company, Owasco PC, to pay prostitutes, <laughs> this is also a suspicious activity report showing that victim one, the, the woman that was paid for prostitution, that traveled from California to... Is, I mean, are, are prostitutes considered victims? I, I think that's... Uh, Do Republicans usually consider prostitutes victims? No, I think, <laughs> I think they usually consider them criminals. Right. But like, it, okay. Washington, D.C. paid for. Yeah, I don't know Biden. if that's like, this is, there's context to that. or if Hypocrisy doesn't exist anymore, so yeah. whatever. It's fine. There's no such thing, literally. This is a, an excerpt from a SARS report that we've read in the Treasury, and I think you all have looked at these two, showing that victim one was supposedly an employee of Owasco. Um, but, but I would like to point out, this is not really <laughs> what most paralegals do. <laughs> <laughs> She's a star. Ray, comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I did. I, I well, you see, I, I didn't take that class on the Man Act. Yeah. Uh, uh, she really is a star. I mean, is there anyone better than Marjorie Taylor Greene? Uh, I mean, it, this has got to be better than the Barbie movie, right? Oh yeah. What? I mean, this this kind of is what we were. I mean, this basically is Sound of Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> Why does Ken have no cock? <laughs> I mean, what do you, what do you, what, what's your takeaway from all? I mean, do you think we should, can we just sacrifice Hunter Biden finally? I Cut mean, him loose, but Joe. Cut your son loose. I don't care if Bo died in a, in a, in a dirt pit, whatever they call it. What do they call, what do they call those things? Oh, yeah, burn pit. A burn pit. I don't care if your son died in a burn pit or died. You have to cut this boy loose. <laughs> if my son ever, if I was a president, I'm not saying this is like, 
you know, this is the equivalent of invading Iraq. Um, or whatever Trump did. Or whatever, or, or the drone strikes that Obama did, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to concede that, yes, Joe, I don't know. I mean, maybe he was a corrupt crime family in the Bidens. Maybe it's just a ne'er-do-well boy. But if my son ever, like, embarrassed me like this, I would, I would just, I, was, I, would, I wouldn't let him use my name. You know, the whole thing with like they, they, he has a a, a, a a daughter apparently, um, you know, Hunter. Yeah. That he doesn't acknowledge, and Joe Biden won't acknowledge his granddaughter. Now, I don't know what that means. I mean, I, I don't think he's showing up to the random woman's house who got impregnated by Hunter Biden and just coming over for tea and not acknowledging the girl. Right. But I mean, I guess there's legal ways you can acknowledge. I mean, it would be funny if he actually like showed up for dinner and just kept calling her like. Not calling her Biden. <laughs> you're not my granddaughter. Hey, you're, this this bunt cake's terrific, but you're not my granddaughter. <laughs> anyway, um, but I, I, I would just cut him loose at this point. He's just too. I mean, people talk about Billy Carter, right? Because oh, right. he had that Billy beer, which is like a beer. He was he was a, he was a drunk or drunk or just a ne'er do well. Yeah, he was a big drunk, right? I don't know. I mean, that yeah. seems slanderous. <laughs> But you know he 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 was embarrassing, and there was Roger Clinton, who you know I guess he was like kind of a embarrassment for a while. Hunter Biden, this is just like you have people showing, you know, sex tapes. Yeah. I mean, how how do if you were Joe Biden, how would you make it clear to the American people that you denounce your son? I mean, I would just I would come if I was Joe Biden, I would come out and I would say something to the effect of, "Well, hello." Where am I? Um, so, you know, the peach pits were uh, really, they used to be, I used to love peaches as a boy. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm here to honor um, Martin Luther King. Oh, wait, no. Um, <sighs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something to that effect. I mean, <laughs> it's good that you're being realistic about his limitations. Too. I, yeah, I don't think I'm not expecting you know like the the the, the Emancipation Proclamation out of this guy anymore. <laughs> the guy's admittedly very old. He's probably too old. What is he like? Eighty? With ninety? Is, is he almost ninety? Uh, he's like uh seventy six. No, right? look up look look up Joe Biden's age. I think it's like one hundred and two. This guy's gotta be old. <laughs> 80. Oh, oh, he's 80. Okay. He's, look, some people in your 80s can make hit films, um, like 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 Sean Connery, right? He was making movies, was not not an 80. Mm-hmm. Who's the, Google this, most successful, act, like how old's Clint Eastwood? Um, oldest successful actor. Okay, I don't know who that That's is. That's nonsense. They're, they're showing <laughs> you some silent film racist actor. Clint Eastwood is 93. He's 93 and he's still making bad movies. Like these aren't unforgiven, but they're still movies. You can still watch them. And he like, how long ago was the Richard Jewell movie? Like five years ago? Yeah. So he was like 87 making the Richard. That movie, was, we, we didn't keep watching because it wasn't very good. I mean, Unforgiven's a great movie. Oh, yeah. You know, the other ones I'm not so sure. I mean, he made that movie The Mule, right? Like. Last year or something? He made a bunch. He makes a bunch of movies. Or, oh, two, two, he keeps, he's, making, he's making movies. He's got Fry Macho. He's got The Mule, American Sniper. You know, this guy's old as shit. Gran Torino, Million Dollar Baby. 
I mean, the last good movie was Unforgiven, right? Wow, Grand so Tur- I kind of enjoyed Grand Torino when it came out. Wow, so he was like in his 70s when he did The Bridges of Madison County? Yeah, and him and Meryl Streep just olding it up. Yeah. I can't, I can't stand Meryl Streep. Greasing each other. <laughs> you grease me up, I'll grease you up. Disgusting. Just filthy. Uh, that's that's worse than anything under Biden's into. <laughs> um, no, but I, I I I just don't understand. It is sickening. There is no ethics left in politics, right? Like everyone's a shill. So how are you letting your son drag you down? Like at a certain point, you're letting your son ruin the country. Mm. From your perspective, I mean, you know, I mean, honestly, Republicans probably love Hunter Biden. He's just, you know, this is great. We got content. <laughs> It's like, oh, the, the, you know, money for war or whatever. This guy's getting a blowjob. <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> did you, did you, did you pay her, uh, did you pay her Medicaid <laughs> or whatever? You paying the FICA for this hooker hooker? They've probably got like operatives partying with them. Like, just, just do a little, one more line. <laughs> yeah. Now make sure that you pay this woman for her hand job, and then don't and don't give her cobra benefits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so hilarious that's to burn him down. Technically, you're supposed to pay her, give her cobra. <laughs> yeah, if you're not familiar, cobra is that thing where uh, what does it stand for? It's a, if you lose your job, they offer you like it's kind of an insult usually because they'll be like, "Well, you're fired or laid off," but uh, the plus side. You can pay us seven hundred dollars a month to keep your health insurance with your no money, <laughs> and it's kind of a. But that's called Cobra. I think it stands for like, um, your your life sucks. <laughs> I'm not sure the acronym works, but like your your life sucks now. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. What else do we? Uh, there's another. I mean, you, did you have anything you want to add about Hunter Biden? Do you think he's cute? Um. I don't. I mean, look, he's not unattractive. I mean, <laughs> he's kind of like, uh, you know, he's got a beat up look about him because sure. he's a drug addict. But well, I mean, yeah, he is. Uh, <laughs> I think he admits that. I think. I think. I think when you admit to like sucking, you know, for, for digging for meth in a or crack rocks in a carpet on national TV, uh, yeah, I, we can call him a drug addict. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, so there's an, another crazy story. The U. All right. So here, what we got here? U.S. scrambles to determine fate of soldier Travis King who fled to North Korea. So this is uh, what we got here. What's this? What are they telling us? U.S. officials scrambled on Wednesday to determine the fate of an American soldier who made an unauthorized crossing into North Korea, handing Washington a new crisis in its dealings with the nuclear armed state. Snore. <laughs> why? Why is every article so, written so like just boring? This guy is a this U.S. Army soldier. He's accused of I don't know assault. What kind of assault? I don't know. Maybe maybe maybe, maybe hit some. Maybe attack BTS. <laughs> those those K-pop guys, right? Yeah. Maybe he just p- pulled a big machine gun out in the middle of a BTS concert and mm. says, "I can do this because I'm in a goddamn army." <laughs> he said, "I don't give a damn." I love this band, but I'm going to pull out this massive machine gun and no one can stop me because I'm a U.S. soldier. Just really rubbing it in. Mm. I have no idea if this happened. Probably didn't. But maybe that. Or maybe he just hit a woman. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. Uh, so Do you he, think this would be a case? This would be a good case for JAG. 
I I don't think he was in the Navy. <laughs> but yeah, I guess. Other than that. Oh, right. That's that just the Navy. Right. right. I love how you think Jag just goes around to like the, you know, to like the Delta Force going, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you in jail and they shoot him. <laughs> that, guy, that guy who like stabbed the, the, the Iraqi prisoner or whatever. Mm. He's trying, <laughs> there should be a Jag special where they go after Eddie Gallagher. <laughs> Wait, who's Eddie Gallagher? He's the, that Navy SEAL guy who like the commander who like, Stabbed the the guy who was like on a hospital bed. Oh shit! Remember, and there was a whole trial about him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we should get him on the podcast. Yeah. Regardless of what he did, uh, he was facing. Yeah, you know, I think he went to a South Korean jail. He was facing more military. You know, he didn't let him out. Maybe, but either way, he was facing military. Uh, you know, repercussions, a tribunal, if you will. And he said, "Nah." He bounced. He like dodged and weaved away from his security um, or his guards. He went on a tour of the DMZ. And I guess during the tour, he just jumped across the, the, into the DMZ and started running, <laughs> which I didn't think you could do. I thought they would shoot you if you did this. Uh, I've always wanted to. I mean, the only reason that I didn't go to North Korea years ago was because I just thought they would shoot me. Mm. I, 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 now I'm being you know told that I can just, I can just run there. I think we would do pretty well in North Korea. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I, I mean, would would they let us in? I mean, because this guy being like, is, are, they, are they are they letting him in? Are they are they are they accepting him in North Korea? I'm not sure. I mean, I think they do accept defectors, but uh, I would love to. Def- I mean, I mean, uh, I shouldn't say that yet until we're there. <laughs> but I would, you know, that, that could be a lot of fun. I would. I mean, I don't have any secrets to give them, but we could help. I feel like we need to. Yeah, we need to give them something. We need to our see. podcasting abilities. Yeah, maybe maybe we pitched them a podcast. Yeah, again, uh, yeah. well, I mean, imagine all right, we're sitting there with the North Koreans, Kim Jong Un, right? That's the right one. Kim Jong Un, yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's the current son of of the whatever, the, the supreme leader of Kim Jong Il, the deer leader. Wait, no, no, Kim yes. Jong Un is the deer leader, right? I don't. I think they're all supreme leader. And then the deer, you think the leader of deers? <laughs> no, I think there's. I think I think Kim Il Sung was the supreme leader. They're all supreme leaders. They all they? get their little t- tiny names. I, they get. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. Kim Jong Il was the great leader, and Kim Jong Un is the dear leader. I think this is too much. I, <laughs> we're having this conversation in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever you are, sir, we'd like to pitch you a show. <laughs> I mean, what, what what do you think? The, the sh- what would be the thing we pitch? You think? I would want to pitch maybe a game show. Oh, so we're skipping the podcasting that we do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, you know, look, our general. We're going, we're going, now, now, we're, now we're TV hosts. General production abilities, entertainment. So we, we go there. What, what have you done before? Well, we're podcasters. Oh, so you want to do a podcast? Maybe you can kind of help us, you know, spread. Uh, I mean, they wouldn't call it propaganda, but whatever, you know, information. I mean, you know, they, well, here's the thing. We'd like to do a game show. <laughs> Not just not 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 even a, like a TV podcast. They're like, oh, you picture like what like, do you want to sit on TV? Oh, and they're like, oh, you mean like Howard Stern in the '90s on the E Network? And we're like, well, no, not that. I'm surprised you knew that reference. <laughs> but, uh, not that. We were thinking more like uh, a game show. Mm. So, what is this game show you want to pitch them? I'm thinking trivia, and okay. you do, and it's and it's I, I, and it's actually Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un will be on the show. And it's going to be kind of like a, a win Ben Stein's money type thing where, where um, average North Korean citizens will kind of come on and try and compete with him in trivia. Okay. So you, you want us to 
get to South Korea, go to the DMZ, jump over the fences, the barbed wire, all, all the, the no man's land, I believe, they, you know, the, 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 the whole where people shoot at you, supposedly. Get over there. Somehow get a meeting with the supreme leader of the country, Kim Jong-un, or whatever, the deer leader, and then pitch to him that he should be a, not even a game show host, but like, like a permanent contestant. <laughs> yeah. This, this seems a bit degrading. I mean, look, if you think about it, what else is he doing? And I think that actually does help the people, too, because that means every minute he's doing the game show, he can't be, you know, uh, sicking dogs on people. Well, that's, I think he can multitask, but sure. <laughs> I think he has a, a BlackBerry, at least. Maybe, probably has an iPhone, but at the very no, least he no has a BlackBerry. No phones on the game show. It, it, it disrupts the integrity of the trivia oh, good point. competition. Well, maybe he has like an old text phone that he can just... <laughs> A jitterbug, and he texts. He texts just like emojis that that tell that says like sick dogs. Mm. Either way, whatever. <laughs> just a little, just the puppy emoji. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they all right. Know. So so what happens? So these people, what do they what do they get if they win? They become supreme leader for the day. Um. Or they just get the food, a little bowl of rice. I was thinking, yeah, maybe a little bowl of rice, a little oh. an, a, a fruit. Okay, a fruit. Okay. And what happens if they lose? Um. I mean, because the stakes are incredibly high in North Korea. Yeah, I, maybe they. Uh, I, I feel like you, you don't want to say it, but you're basically <laughs> they, 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 you, are you are you thinking they get executed? I was I was thinking that. Jesus, but it also I knew it was gonna lead to this. You know, it also occurred to me that if they win, they'll probably get executed too. Because you know, why are we doing this? Kim Jong Un probably isn't going to stand for you know a North Korean peasant beating him at trivia. Well, I can see that like, being true, you know, sure. But like, then why are we even there? I thought we were going there to help. <laughs> I thought we were. And you're just envisioning like us pitching a murder show where we're like complicit and like thousands. I mean, what if this show is successful? We're just on for twenty years. So you just want us to go to North Korea and like and be snobs about the culture? Like you just wanted us to go and be like, we don't like that you, you know. No, I wanted to pitch a podcast. I envisioned a podcast where we go to these, like, fake restaurants and pretend they're good or something, you know? Like, oh, there's, like, you know, like when the Vice doc when it was, like, uh, like they, they, oh, there's like, this all this food, but, like, it's, they, it's just a show. And we, but we just pretend like it's great. It's so, like, mmm, like it's theater of the mind. We wouldn't have to be on video anymore. We would just be like, mmm, mmm, these scallops are so good. I love the Supreme Leader. Or the deer leader. So you want to be like the Anthony Bourdain of uh, North Korea? Is that really? I mean, I, okay, I know the guy. I know you. <laughs> I know you think he's weak because he killed himself. But <laughs> you, you, is that really how you, what you think of him? <laughs> uh, um. You think that's that, that's the Anthony Bourdain? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I have told that story many times about going to that restaurant in Queens where he, like, you know, he ate the, I, I ate the brains and the kidneys and the liver. It was disgusting. Him and Andrew Zimmer did an episode, and they're like, oh, you really tasted thousands of years of, like, cultivating these flavors to make it. And it was always tasting like piss. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe maybe you're more right than you realize. Mm. But uh, I don't want to be complicit in, in any death. I prefer not to be complicit in death. How are you going to go to North Korea and not be complicit in death? Good point. I mean, I mean, we're both enabling the uh, dictatorship here. You, you just want to, you just want to put the patina of of culture, of of, of you know culinary I, I, delights I, onto it. Well, look, 
I guess, look, do you, would you not give them water? Would you not give them sucker? Is that the right word? I mean, me showing up and saying, and basically doing like a, a, a podcast tea, fake tea party, we go, mmm, yes, the fake apple is delicious. It's a little different than going like, hey, what's the capital of Ohio? If you get it wrong, you're dead. If you get it right, you're dead. <laughs> I feel like there's a little difference there. Mm. Well, look, when I go to a place, I try to, uh, I, I don't judge the the place I'm in. I, I try to. No, you just kill people. I, I, <laughs> Apparently, you just kill people. I, I, yeah. You start a game show and kill people. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll put a pin in that one. I think we'll stay here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe in a few years we'll revisit this. I love how you're like, no, no, I want to be friends with Kim Jong-un, but I want to be moral about it. I didn't say friends. I just say we can get a job over there. <laughs> And like whatever, I mean, the far. I love how you see there's no difference between me going, yes, yes, the tangerines are real, and like, <laughs> and like literally dropping a, like, a, like a guillotine on someone's neck mm. when they don't when they don't know what you know how to spell Mississippi. <laughs> I guess it's not really trivia; it's more of a spelling bee. Anyway, uh, thanks so much for tuning in. If you're a fan of the show and you like more of the show, as we mentioned before, we have a Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash Ray Kump. And you can go to that Patreon. If you sign up, you get an extra episode every week for five bucks a month. That's kind of that's a nice it's little nice. deal. Uh, so if you if you want, you can do that, and uh, we'll see you over there. Otherwise, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Have a great week. <laughs>